Welcome to season three of Motivate Me. We invite you to travel the 50 states in 90 days as we interview people about their passion. Why? In order to inspire you to live a life that's more exciting or more meaningful. This is Motivate Me, and I'm Lynette Renda. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and we are speaking with Joshua Lawrence, who has a super cool passion, or passions, depending on how you look at it, but it seems, Joshua, that all of those passions kind of converge to one thing. So can you explain to my audience what it is you are so into? Sure. Um, my, my passion has always just been transparency. Um, truth, looking into everything. I've been involved in politics, the film industry, um, the archaeological world, and just trying to put all the pieces together. Explain how you do that first. Like, Give us some examples of the things that you do, because I know treasure hunting is involved. I know searching out enigmas and myths and proving things. Like, I'm going to tell you straight up right at the beginning of this interview, I'm fascinated with the, the whole Bigfoot thing, okay? Like, I love that. I've seen so many things on Sasquatch, and that's something that, that's like your jam, these types of things, right? Absolutely. Um, probably about five, maybe six years ago, I got involved with an exploration team called Crider Exploration. And um, at the time, we were actually gonna be going to Egypt to uh, uncover a bunch of new cities, ancient cities that were found under the desert and new pyramids and all kinds of things. And I was actually going to be documenting, uh, doing, doing the film work. And um, I just kind of became a part of the team and, and Rob Kreider became my mentor and started getting, getting into the ancient history and, of man and treasures and whatnot. And through all that, Bigfoot would kind of show up at some of these areas and then Bigfoot kind of became this very popularized, popularized thing. So um, we jumped into that so that we could um, lay it out in more of a scientific fashion uh, versus just the average person going out into the woods and having an occurrence and just trying to answer a bunch of the questions that, that people seem to have. Um, Hold up. Mm -hmm. So are you telling me that Bigfoot really is real? Bigfoot is very real. What is Bigfoot? Well, they're just like us, uh, many different races. They, they look different, uh, I'm sure speak different languages. Um, they're just still living in tribes like they always have. Um, when we go out to the jungles of Africa and South America and we find these tribal people still living as they always have, well, Bigfoot's doing the same thing. So when Europe came over here and the Spanish were over here, that they talk about having wars with these guys. Every culture on the planet speaks of them, has a name for them. Um, what are some of the names? Bigfoot, Sasquatch? Yeti, um, uh, uh, <laughs> 
That's okay if you can't yeah, yeah, think of another. Yeah, no, there's hundreds, hundreds of names. Okay. Different tribes call them, some of the tribes here in New Mexico call them stick man because they, they build with large trees and structures. Um, but where are they here in America? All over the place. Um, you're going to find them in uh, following river systems, um, just anywhere secluded. Like New Mexico, for example, is the fifth largest state in the nation, and we have just over 2 million people in the whole state. And we have the Rocky Mountain chain. It's also as well the most volcanic state in the nation. So there's underground tunnel systems and, and so much going on here. A lot of places for them to be. Have there been Bigfoot sightings in New Mexico? Oh, absolutely. My first trip out for Bigfoot, I saw Bigfoot. And since then I've seen the, the children, the adolescents, the adults, um, some of the biggest that we're working with are up to 1,800 pounds, 14 feet tall, uh, 19 to 23 inch footprints. They're ginormous. What do you do when you see them? Like, what's your goal when you go out there? Just Our goal is to, to collect evidence and data, um, film documentation. We collect uh, DNA samples, which we've been involved in DNA studies through Oxford University. Um, and we work through the University of New Mexico as well. We actually just had a, a Bigfoot conference out at uh, Gallup, New Mexico, the University of New Mexico in Gallup. And uh, we had over 500 people show up, surprisingly, from all over the place, uh, Native American elders of all kinds, shamans. Um, and these guys actually got on the mic and started opening up about things that they don't talk about, much less to you know, everybody outside of, of their own culture. How does this make you feel since this is, you know, one small part of, of your passion is Bigfoot. And I know I'm, I'm enamored with it. So for you, and I know a lot of people are. So for me to ask you these questions, it, I, I'm hoping opens the opportunity, like you just said, to talk about how you're bringing this to the scientific front. And Oxford University, I mean, you're being taken very seriously here. Well, we are and we're not. In fact, New Mexico is not labeled on that final study at all. And we're apparently the only group that they called back to um, for a second sample. And we're still not even listed in the final peer review. So there's a lot of cover-up when it comes to Bigfoot because it, it really opens up a lot of questions to a lot of other history of man on this planet. So it's a, it's a very difficult subject to to bring into the open. But it's very well proven. DNA testing's been done. Uh, there's nothing new under the sun. We've learned everything that we're gonna pretty much learn about them, except maybe uh, close, active relationships with them, uh, you know, until we get to that point, but. So what other things do you chase down or are you involved in? And of course, I'm gonna know what your favorite one is. Um, my favorite out of everything, like, at this point, I'm aware of Bigfoot. It's, it's interesting, but the ancient man, ancient civilizations, how America's, we have way more history in America than, than we're taught. Um, man's been on this planet for eons. Um, there are treasures, insane treasures that could prosper this whole planet that are kept hidden from people. Um, especially in this state, New Mexico's the, um, one of the poorest states in the nation, always in the top five, 49th, 50th in education, number one in child hunger, number two in adult hunger. And, um, you know, just 
one of our last jobs, my mentor pulled, pulled uh, 135 tons of gold bars out of a, what the, the PhDs called a 35 million year old hill. There was nothing ever dug underneath it and then there was a whole mining system underneath it. And all that was backfilled in, so it's still just sitting there underground when that could have come out and prospered the people of the state. But the, the, the ancient history, the, the treasures, the, the, the monumentation all over the place, the math that the ancients understood, the technology that the ancients had is probably my favorite. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. Is there anything else that you think we would find interesting that, that we don't know? Things like, I mean, that's pretty amazing. Um, every continent's got pyramids. There's a pyramid just south of Albuquerque within an hour drive that, that was actually owned by the University of New Mexico and was traded to uh, the Isleta of Pueblo um, for some business deals that, that the university has going on. Um, there's, there's stuff everywhere. It's just insane how many archaeological sites there are in this country and on this planet. People walk by them every day, over them, and, and have no idea. Well, because we think that America is a very young country. Indeed we do. And uh, there was so much more going on here before Columbus. Um, Columbus definitely didn't discover it, maybe rediscovered for somebody. But um, every culture has been on this continent forever. The, the old Chinese dynasties, the Celts, the Phoenicians, the Romans, um, they've all been here. And they've all piled treasures on top of treasures that they found. So, you know, why, why the elite of all these cultures always just put it away is kind of a question that, that I'm wondering what, what that's about. Okay, so you decide that you're going to jump on board and all of a sudden become a treasure hunter. And not just a treasure hunter, but what's the other word that you would call what you guys do when you take myths and, and prove them? Research and recovery work. Of, of ancient history. Okay, so did you have any hesitations or challenges go, getting into this? I had a lot to learn on the back end of things, you know, how things operate. I just want to like spill it all to the world and as we all do want to release this truth so people have an awareness uh, about it and um, so that we can have a solid foundation to work off of when we're wanting to learn these things because the foundations that we're given just aren't all fact. Um, but for me, I, I've been an activist forever. I've traveled the country with many different groups protesting. I've worked with the Democratic Party and, and other groups. And I learned a long time ago to just ride that wave, to, to follow my heart and, and go with the flow. No expectations, no disappointments. You're always going to come across what you need and Whatever you're seeking is going to come your way if you're paying attention. I read a book when I was 17 called The Celestine Prophecy that just kind of confirmed what I already felt. Just go with it, keep your eyes and your ears open, and keep love all the time, and you'll always find everything that you desire. I've read that book. It's pretty powerful. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, when I talk to my audience, my thing is envision, explore, and then execute. So it's like envision something for yourself. Like, you know, if you want to make change, if you want to do something different in your life, because you're not sitting, you know, at a desk or behind a cubicle nine to five every day, you know, you're out there doing different things. And 
some of my audience members might want to change their career paths to do something a little more adventurous, whether it's what you're talking about or something totally different. But what would you say to them on this front? What should they see for themselves? How can they look into something else? And what would this first step be? Well, I know sitting around and thinking about it too much can really halt those visions. Um, so sometimes you just gotta go. Um, I know money hinders us, bills hinder us from really going too far, but uh, you'll always have a place to sleep. You'll always find a home. Um, definitely getting out of what you're used to, that common thing, you know, being around the same people every day, uh, doing the same things, the same routine. It's just good to get away, um, meet new people. Um, just, just go with the flow. Go with the flow and, and I think too, like just listening to somebody like you and hopefully all of my other guests who have incorporated something that they enjoy, whether it's a full-time thing or even just on a part-time basis, right? Sure, absolutely. Take your weekend trips, man. Take the kids, just go somewhere new off the wall. Uh, my family, we always talk about just going and buying a cheap plane ticket to just some random place, go have lunch, check out the site and come home. You know, however you can do it and however you can make it work, get a taste of it. You know, see how much you love it, find out where your drive is at, play with it, you know. How has this passion enriched your life? I've definitely awoken to a level of consciousness that I really hope that everybody can, can walk on, can, can taste. Um, I'm happy, always. There's, there's nothing that can tear me down or piss me off enough to to take me out of whatever drive I have. And, and I hope that anybody could do that. Tell everybody how they can contact you and look at your work and that kind of stuff. Um, my name's Joshua James Ryan Lawrence. I'm the only one on the planet. Um, we have a website, criterexploration.com. That's K-R-Y-D-E-R. Um, Facebook.com slash Crider exploration, research, and recovery. And I'll put, I'll put those links in the show notes. Um, I also work with some other podcasts and work in the film industry and always something, some way to make money just to continue with what I'm doing. Um, but find me for sure. I have other interviews out there. You're welcome to check out. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I have come to be known as the 50 States in 90 Days Lady a concept that is unfathomable to most. If you would like me to come speak at your event about how to envision, explore, and execute a plan, or how to create a life that is more exciting or more meaningful, you can find me at MotivateMePodcast.com. And the world keeps turning and I just keep moving along. Oh.